ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you guys for tuning in to The Lab. I appreciate all of you guys. Um, this is a, a virtual uh, a show. It is interactive. So we get comments. We get them almost instantaneously. If you're looking for that shout out, make sure you put your name and where you're from in the comment section. And I'll give you that shout out and we'll post it above. If you have a question, put your question in the comment section as well. And we will address them accordingly. Even if it is during the replay, uh, we will address, we'll come back and acknowledge your question. All right. Again, this is Coach Clay, and, and you're welcome. You're here in the lab. This is the lab. Everybody gets your pen and your pad. We highlight people that have businesses, products, or positive messages. Again, this is the lab where we highlight people with businesses, products, or positive messages. I am your host. I am Coach Clee. I am your contact content creator, your book publisher, your favorite baker's podcast hosting March 4th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I got a special guest here. I'll introduce her in a minute. Some of you may already know her. Some of you may not. She's no stranger to the lab. She's been here before, but she's coming to bring awareness on a very important topic and events that are soon to be going on. But we'll get to that momentarily. As you see scrolling below, you see the, web, or the uh, website, workwithclee.com. And on that website, you'll see a bunch of wonderful things. We've talked about getting out of your comfort zone on, on this podcast. And we talked about marching forth. Like I just said, marching forth is the first Book I wrote. It's a motivational empowerment book on helping you find your own breakthrough. Wonderful things in this book. This book is tremendous. You can find that on the website. The second book that I got was able to collab in, No Shade All Light. Jason Brown, Herb Thompson, and Clarence Stokes and myself, we all wrote 25 of our favorite quotes and what they mean to us. So it's over 100 quotes in this book and it all has, has meaning. All right. And during the pandemic, the height of it, I got to write my third book, Hashtag Grudge. Anytime you, if you were angry, if you made a mistake, if you uh, uh, felt just had a grudge with someone and Les Brown says it best. If you hold on to a grudge, it's like holding on to a hot piece of coal and expecting the person that you're angry with to feel the effects when really you're just burning yourself. Sometimes you just gotta let that thing go and start the healing process. We talk about that step by step in that book. And then, of course, the latest one, The Lab. That, you know, I've, we've been doing this podcast for over three years now. We've had hundreds of guests on the show and 44 brave souls decided to have their ch their hot chapter highlighted in this book. So we have those 44 chapters, which is very easy read. You find out about their business product, their positive message, their tra training and triumphs and things like that. We you, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. It's a wonderful ad. Uh, the, we're currently working on the lab part too. So if you want to be a sponsor or if you want to be highlighted and your uh, past guest on the show, let me know. We can get that done. And of course, that all gets funneled through, of course, the publishing company. And the publishing company is One Way Publishing. Of course, I, I, I'm uh, the owner of One Way Publishing and I pride myself on saying my, me and my staff are prideful saying if you've got a thought in your head that you have no idea how to get a finished product, we can make that happen for you so if you have a thought we can get a completed project project product to you sorry fumbling over my words in a reasonable amount of time see a couple people are on right now I see kevin holland's on i see jamon nelson's on thank you guys for tuning in please tag like and share once a bunch of wonderful things going on like i said the lab part two we have in the works the publishing company we have in the works i got shayla backstage we are going to jump to shayla's showcase to uh highlight our sponsors but before that she doesn't know this is going to happen this is the last live that we have uh before her birthday so here at Tillman Productions, we want to give her a birthday shout out. So stand by.
I can't hear you. I don't know if you can hear me, Coach Glee. You can hear me, so I can't hear you. So I do not know anything that you just said, but that completely caught me off guard. Can you hear me okay? Okay. I don't know what you're saying, but anyway, I just see your head shaking up and down. No idea what you're saying to me. Okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, I got a, yeah, I can hear you now. All right, my bad. But yeah, Sailor Showcase. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. Um, a couple shout outs real quick. Um, but there you go. I hope you liked it. And we are on you. Perfect. So that did catch me completely off guard. I did not approve all those pictures that you used, first of all. But anyway, paybacks yeah. uh, are definitely coming. But thank you. Um, caught me off guard so much that I don't even know what I'm going to say. But moving into Shayla's showcase, um, I will start with the Harrisburg area YMCA, the Camp Curtin, uh, Camp Curtin branch. They offer a variety of youth programs, both organized sports and before and after uh, school programs. In addition, they have facilities that can be utilized and you can um, choose membership there that's at an affordable price that works for you and your household. They also have Cornerstone, which is their new project that they're working on, where they take blighted um, abandoned properties that they're trying to redo and have affordable housing for everyone within the community. Then moving on, we have Flavor 76, which as I discussed yesterday, they were offering an amazing um, deal and they do weekly, they have weekly lunch and dinner specials. Yesterday they had their amazing quesadillas, so make sure you uh, support them and check out their Facebook page at Flavor 76. And then uh, of course, I'd like to give a shout out to Jay Moore, who keeps our website going. Make sure we have the up-to-date information on what's happening with Coach Klee and the lab um, on the website. So we appreciate you as always, Jay Moore. And that's all I have for this week's Shayla's Showcase. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that information to us. Um, I know that you've got other things going on, so I know you're going to back out the lab. But again, uh, happy early birthday to you, and we will we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Hope you got me a nice gift. We'll see. That was it. You just saw it. Stand by, stand by, stand by. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, make sure you get the likes up, get the likes up, keep these like, keep this engagement going. Um, we're here for the meat and potatoes of what, why you guys are here. We're going to have a little fun. Uh, like I said, she's no stranger to the show. Uh, we're going to have a little fun as she talks about herself and events that are going to be going on. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already known, don't know her. She is a mother. She is the, the director and chief of staff of state of a state rep. She is a cavalier who's bringing awareness of domestic violence uh, to uh, to front front and forward to us. And she's an organizer of events. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce Angel Fox to you. Angel, are you there? I'm here. Hey, everybody. Hey, good evening. How are you guys? Everybody's Thank you for having me, Clee. Happy Absolutely. birthday, Jayla. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for uh, finding time to come on here. I know you've got a lot to talk about and I know you're excited. So let's jump into it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Uh, so I am a mother. I am a entrepreneur, a black entrepreneur. I run Tears for Tarina, the domestic violence nonprofit. And I'll tell you more about that and how I got started eventually. I own a laundry mat called Fox's Wash and Go as well as a laundry service. So we do um, residential and commercial laundry. We pick up, drop off, um, wash it, dry it, fluff it, fold it, um, 
as well. As well, I also am the chief of staff to a state rep, like he said. Um, and then I also run a homeless initiative um, out of my laundromat with the help of the CAM program. Um, we help homeless people or less fortunate people wash their clothes for free once a month um, and sometimes throughout the month. So I am a mother, a employee, a employer, a entrepreneur, a advocate. I am an athlete. I'm a mom of three and a bonus child. I'm an old mom and a new mom. I have older kids and I have uh, a new princess to the bunch that'll be turning one. Um, and I'm glad Cleve mentioned about having this production company because I've been trying to do this book. So I can't wait to have a meeting with him and talk about getting this book off the ground. So I'm excited to be on the show, but overall I'm Angel Fox and I think that's a brand that speaks for itself. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. We definitely will talk later. I appreciate you. Uh, and we're, we're going to dive into some of those comments here in a minute. Uh, on the other stream, on the Clark Tent stream, I can't see the comments except on my phone. I see Clarence Stokes on. He said, great, great evening, Miss Angel. Uh, Kevin Holland's still there. Jimmy Jamon's still there. And we got a couple comments over here. Let me see if uh, there we go. Yeah. Your early birthday, Shayla, in that one. And yep, cap on. There we go. There we go. So, Angel, cape I mean, on. huh? Cape on. She always yeah. tells me I got my cape on. Superhero. Hey, yeah. sissy. So, tell us a little bit. Of, let's start off with your uh, your employment there. Can you give us a brief rundown of exactly what you do? So, I've been with State Representative Patty Kim for almost eight years now. Okay. I am her right. I didn't start out being her chief of staff or her right hand, but. Um, I am and I have been for a couple years now, but we are like yin and yang. I help do her scheduling. I do her community events, making sure she's involved in the community as well as um, I handle her criminal justice stuff. So I do expungements and pardons for ex-offenders, making sure they get a second chance. Okay. Um, I also do part of clemency applications as well. So I'm on the criminal justice side of things for her as well as the community side okay all right and so and that that gives us a little foundation of um domestic violence as well how did well well let's you got your shirt on tears for tarina how did you become uh, uh an advocate for for this um incident i guess you would say or for this cause or this organization so um almost almost 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um this december oh put us in the 10th year um okay. tarina was tarina was my teammate best friend mentor um she was a coach she was a teacher at harrisburg school district um mm -hmm. and she was brutally murdered almost 10 years ago which would have made her 33 almost 33 she was turning 33 in a few weeks okay. um but she was brutally murdered by her estranged her estranged husband mm -hmm. and um it just bothered me that I didn't want her legacy to die. And I was tired of women like Tarina that looked like Tarina or myself uh, going through domestic violence and it being a silent killer in our community. So mm -hmm. I figured I would speak up and speak out and sh share Tarina's story as well as mine. I was a victim of domestic violence when I was 25. Okay. Um, and Tarina, some of my close, closest friends knew, but when I realized what was going on in Tarina's life, I shared with her days before she passed um, that she had to get out and that she had to blah, blah, blah and stuff like that. And then she was gone. So then I was like, I think God's trying to tell me something. And so I can't let her legacy or her story die in vain, you know, or mine. So um, after I got through my survivor guilt, I realized I had to keep going and try to make domestic violence um, awareness um, something this community needed to know about so um, I started the Tears for Tarina um, mm -hmm. organization and we're a really small organization we just try to bring awareness and information and gaps to either victims or survivors and also just to the community itself so that people know like you can speak up like don't be ashamed don't be embarrassed like domestic violence is a 
is a, a shameful thing. People don't want to talk about it because it's embarrassing. But if you don't talk about it, then one day you may not be able to talk about it. So I tell people to speak up before it's too late. Um, because if Serena was here and she's a fighter, if she was here, she'd definitely be, you know, fighting a cause as well. So that's how we got started. Gotcha. Gotcha. And yes, I'm an organization. Thank you for the correction. Uh, how how often or do you hear about domestic violence cases or what, what kind of approximate statistics can you give about domestic violence here, at least locally? So it's one in four, one in four women or one in four victims mm -hmm. um, are the statistics. Um, and I get calls and they come in spurts um, like I got one today and I hate domestic violence calls, um, but I know I have to do what God placed on me, but I hate the calls because it puts me in a bad headspace. It's bad energy and it, and it hurts my heart, especially if sometimes the women aren't ready to go um, or they don't, they just don't know how to let go. So they want out, but they don't want out. You know, they want to love them, but they don't want to get beat. Um, so I get the calls periodically. Um, mm -hmm. But when I get them, they start to come in waves. And they always come during the domestic violent month and, and throughout the December month, which is her like anniversary death date. Okay. Um, so I'm already kind of struggling. And then the calls come in constantly. So I think that's just God tugging at me. Like, you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing through, even if you're hurting and stuff but domestic violence is a real thing in this community and guys aren't God, what I've learned is guys in this community aren't embarrassed by being a woman beater so you know especially the case I dealt with today it's like he was arrogant so I was kind of blown back like how dare you mm -hmm. you know so it's a daily struggle with me because I have to tame my own composure and my own feelings to make sure I'm that are advocating for the victim so gotcha and i know like you said you've experienced some on your own and you've uh um bore witness to having close friends and family as well um let me ask you this um and not to take anything away from what you just said how many um domestic violence victims have called you um i'm assuming they're mostly predominantly female but have you ever had to uh, deal with any males just two just okay. two um <laughs> the one case was rather funny. I, my girlfriend was in a domestic violence case, but I also knows that know that she's a fighter and that she will put her hands on a man, whether in defense or not. Um, so I called it to do a wellness check on her one time. And when the cops got there, she was beating him. And so they arrested her. And I kind of just floored, like I got my friend arrested for domestic violence. But, you know, friend or no friend you can't put your hands on someone but you know it's sad when women take advantage of putting their hands on men especially when they're reframing from hitting the woman so but yeah two cases from a male being the victim okay do you think um that domestic violence does happen to men more often that men just don't always report it or speak out I believe it does. And I believe it's not just the physical abuse that men endure. I think it is the emotional, the verbal, the um, financial abuse they they go through and they just don't speak up because it's embarrassing. And mm -hmm. I think that's why some men turn to other other things, drugs, alcohol, cheating or whatever else they do to fill that void or to get what they're not getting at home. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I know uh, you've been doing this for a while, but last year, uh, do you, do, are you still doing the survival baskets where if people would go into some sort of, um, uh, I don't know the actual word, um, Donation. location where they may just uh, an emergency location where they won't don't even have enough time to pack their things so they they at least get the basic survival needs of deodorant toothpaste and things like that are you, you still do do you still campaign for things along those lines yep so that will kick off on the 25th of this month it usually kicks off october 1st but our first event is the 25th this year of september so we're kicking it off with a kickball tournament so okay. Um, we'll start the basket drive on the 25th and we go all the way till December 14th. So we'll 
we'll be starting my um, my campaign. You know, we started out one year, 25 baskets. The next year we hit 50. Um, I think last year we hit 121 baskets. Wow, okay. So, yeah, it was either 121 or 127. So our goal this year is 181 baskets. I got you. You're probably going to do 200 now that you put that number out there. Watch. I know. So I'm excited for the basket drive. It's always crazy just to see people give and, and want to help. And so and we're able to use the money for the baskets to a donate baskets to shelters, um, people that call me and say, hey, I'm in a domestic violence situation or I'm already in a hotel or I'm sleeping on someone's couch. The mm-hmm. first thing I say is, can I please bring you a basket? But we also donate baskets to shelters and whatnot. So we make sure we drop off baskets and we tell them, please contact us when your baskets run out so that we can refresh them. Okay. And I'm, I'm before uh, you kind of segue into my next question, which is fine about the uh, kickball or dodgeball tournament. Um, but if somebody wanted to make a donation, I know it's a little premature right now, but if they wanted to go ahead and make a donation for a basket. Uh, how would they go about doing that? They can uh, cash app Tears for Tarina, literally hashtag Tears for Tarina. Um, they can also PayPal um, to angel.fox84 at yahoo.com. They can write a check or um, I don't know. Sorry, I got an infant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they can they can cash out the Tears for Tarina um page is probably the quickest Um, we're working on we have a tears for Tarina facebook page so we'll be posting the basket drive on there as well and people can donate right on the web on the facebook page too okay there we go now as you were saying that that's what i was typing to make sure that gets put up there all right so you're september 25th is the uh uh dodgeball tournament tell tell us a little bit about that how many teams do you have? Who who's all involved, uh, and, and what's going on? Because I know I heard that there there was some some team that's looking to get the first place or whatever, you know, and, and a couple teams are gonna get knocked off early or whatever. So let us know. I'm super excited this year. Every year it just grows and grows. We started out like doing like four teams when we first started doing this kickball thing like eight, nine years ago. And we only did like boys and girls club, us and another organization. And now we just grown from going to like three or four teams to I think we have 13 teams signed up, 10 teams or 11 teams paid and um, people are still calling every day like, is it too late? I almost got my team, my full 10 players. So it is so exciting because this year, last year we had, well not last year, pre-COVID we had um, companies. So we had like Comcast putting in teams, DH, d putting in teams. We had people, companies putting in teams. And this year we still have some companies, um, but mainly people that have local businesses are putting in teams. Um, but I'm super excited to have the Harrisburg Havoc female football team. They have two teams and they're coming super competitive. So I am super excited to play against them. But like you said, we got um, E, which is Tiger Rose, the poet. Okay. E, they're on their third, where they're coming for their third title in a row. So they're coming super competitive. Okay. So, but they lost um, in dodgeball instantly. We did a dodgeball tournament real quick for UPMC this summer, mm. and they came out and they were arrogant and. <laughs> you know, they got dusted off real quick. So I'm excited about the teams and okay. dot and kickball. And then we got vendor space. So if people want to come and be a vendor, we're gonna have way over hundred and fifty people there. So I'm excited that we have some vendors coming out. Sounds like a good event. So it the, for the dodgeball team itself, you say there's ten kickball. Uh, kick kickball. We're not we start with kickball. Oh, we kick my, in the domestic violence season with kickball. I got you. I thought you said Dodd. My, my bad. That might have been me. Okay, so you got the kickball tournament going on first on the 25th. And you need yeah. a, a minimum of 10 people per team? Yeah. And they no, they can have nine, but we do four outfielders. Duan, get her. We do four outfielders. 
So we, I tell people 10. I also tell people 10 because if they're short a player, yeah, we ain't got to wait to start. But teams play with or without, you either forfeit or you play with what you got. One Trust of the two. Me. I know. I, but I, it ain't I, no refunds. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I've been, I've played the Turkey Bowl flag football before. And I know they said a certain amount of people need to be there. And one year I showed up and I thought I was going to be like not 15. And I, I was okay with being a sub and going in for a play or two. When I got there, I was number, I think it was number seven or number nine. And I was mad because I said, How many you need? They said nine. I'm like, What number am I? They said nine. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> the more people you have, the, the more fun it is. When you got to play an entire game both ways, I, I don't do that no more. I get it. I've been so excited, so excited, and so busy that day that when I get home, you would have thought I ran a half marathon. I get on my couch and I'll be like, "But because it's an adult kickball league, mm-hmm. people hate me the next day. I mean, like really hate me. They um they try sending me their emergency room bill, like Leland Nelson. Um, wow, you won't out. speak to me, huh? <laughs> You calling people out? I'm calling people out because they still, when I say you're putting in the team, they be like, uh, heck no, I'm not. Uh, how dare you ask? Like Brent, uh, Bishop, uh, Bang Bang, mm-hmm. you know, super trainer, you know, <laughs> muscle man. He played a couple years, but his last year, he was so sore. He was like, I ain't coming back ever. Like in this year, I was like, "What up? I need you on my team." He, he, you know, he gave me this dirty look. Like, don't even ask me. He said, "I'm coming. I'm supporting. I'm a spectator. Don't ask me." I was like, "Dang." Jametta texted me the other day. She said, "I'm trying to get my team together, but you know, we old, and I'm still hurting from the last one." So (laughs) people hate me. Yeah, and you probably run your mouth during the game too. So it not only are they getting beat down physically, they're getting beat down mentally too. I promise you, I'm not the I'm not the one. It don't be me that does the most trash talking. It be the eat because they're the youngest team and we let them grandfather in. But it's not that. It's the females. Like Judge McKnight, her team, them chases, woo, wow. they have cheerleaders and they're over competitive. Their trash talking is is good when you show up for this. It's the real deal. I tell people like, I promise you, you bring your A game, your A team, and your Bengay and your oxygen, but <laughs> come prepared because it's not like, oh, I'm just gonna go play kickball. No, you playing. It's a it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I love it. Whoever caters every year, like a barbecue pit place, like Alfonso's them Smokehouse, they did it. The last year, everybody, um, Joe Mamas, they all sell out of their food and stuff. So, you know, but this year I'm trying something different. I'm doing my own cooking and selling my own food. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, you got a lot of things going on. And so after the kickball tournament, what's the next event that you have? Oh, so I have my painting sip. I'm so excited. So I team up with my, my lovely sister, Shauna Mosley, that, that does, huh? Hold that up again. All right, there you go. Yep. yep. So it's our second annual domestic violence Rock With You paint and sip October 1st. It's a Friday. So Friday night after work, you don't have to come until seven. So you get time to get off work, get the kids situated, um, get a shower, change the clothes, and come on and get your sip on and you eat and paint, dance up. We have a DJ, so it's not the boring sit and paint and sip. No, we gonna party, we gonna celebrate. We gonna cel- celebrate survivors, we're gonna celebrate. So okay. tell people to come out, it, it's $25. Uh-huh. All these events, all these events are on Eventbrite. So you can get your tickets on Eventbrite. You can sponsor a team. You can um, you can sponsor a victim if you want any mm-hmm. of that. So everything's on Eventbrite if you got questions. Okay. And I know with, with Shauna being involved, is, is she going to be painting rocks or is, are you painting on a uh, canvas? No, we're going to do rocks. We're going to do rocks. We came up with the, uh, well, she, we, one of us came up with the idea last night. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I still have her rock over there from when she was a guest on the show. It rocks banging too. It's oh, over. her energy was crazy on that show. Yeah. I love her energy. It's over by my fish tank, Shauna. You know the one that you made fun of. You should see it now. <laughs> but after the paint and sip, you also have uh, what do you have? Your domestic violence walk. When it, where's that? When is that? And, and tell us a little bit about that. So my next event, we nope, it ain't even my walk. I got a dodgeball tournament. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I got like five things this year. I'm showing out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I said if I didn't do nothing last year, I was going to show out going into her 10th year anniversary for her. So expect next year um, around her birthday for me to do a gala or a ball, a okay. purple and black ball, um, mm-hmm. possibly in January. So I'm really excited about that. But my next event is the following day. So after painting sip, the next day is dodgeball, literally the next morning. So I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, but um, dodgeball. (laughs) (laughs) To put in a team is $45, the same price as a kickball team. Mm -hmm. Um, We tell you eight players. it's at the Boys and Girls Club on Berry Hill. Because of mm-hmm. COVID, we're probably going to do it outside if weather permits. Okay. If weather permits and we do it outside, we'll have vendor spots. And those are $25 for vendor spots for kickball and dodgeball. So um, we're looking for teams now to sign up and get ready. We already have three teams signed up mm-hmm. already. So they're ready to go um, as well. And that's at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but check-ins at 12. So. Again, you can pay for your team on Eventbrite or sponsor a team. We had a couple people like Ruby Dobb and Jay Bear sponsor a kickball team. So people can sponsor um, teams. They can sponsor a ticket to the paint and sip for a survivor or a victim. Um, But it's not just for domestic violence. People can come and just get that inspiration and that motivation and that energy that we give out at these events. All right. And then that, now we're on to the walk. I was uh, okay. Tell us about that. So the domestic violence walk. I believe this is our fifth year. Um, we moved the location to one that I'm uh, very familiar with that I do on a daily basis. So we'll be doing the green belt behind the mall where the old district judge is. Um, it's a three mile, so it's a five k walk run. Um, it's only eighteen dollars. It starts at nine a.m. Uh, we tell people to be there to register if they don't get their ticket online to be there to register at 8 30. Um, we will have a dj there we'll have the harrisburg cheerleaders uh, who always kicks it off um, but you can get your ticket again on eventbrite as well you can cash app you can email however you want to do it but i tell people to bring out your walking partner bring out your kids kids are eight dollars adults are um kids over 12 are or $8 kids under 12 are free but bring your church buddy before church bring your, your, your sister your family but it's for a good cause and why not get healthy and support a good cause mm-hmm. so I'm excited about the walk yeah absolutely you got a DJ you got the cheerleaders for that so you 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 pull all stops out for yeah, because I, I don't want these people to come and be like, oh, domestic violence. Oh, it's going to be a sad event. Oh, no. We're, we're celebrating survivors. We're celebrating lives that were here and that were inspirational. Um, and we just want to give people hope. So we don't want them to come and they're already in a down space or, you know, a mopey space. Mm-hmm. I want them to come and be uplifted and, and motivated and you know, so this year's theme. Oh, we didn't get to that yet. The next event. I'm ready. I'm excited. Oh, see, well, you segued right into it. What, what's the next event? Let's talk about it. <laughs> my domestic violence brunch, my second annual. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Excited. Um, this year is. Put it back up. Uh, okay. Now tell us about it. So this year's second annual brunch, last, the last one we had pre-COVID, I keep wanting to say last year, um, with the one we had before this one, um, it was completely sold out and oversold, oversold. And we, our goal was to sell 50 tickets. We ended up selling, um, I believe 62 tickets and, um, it was a packed house. It was a great event, great motivational speakers. 
Mm-hmm. We had Dan Hill and um, Pastor Brenda Olin and Delaney Simpson as our um, motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. But this year, our theme is either knowing your purpose or walking in your purpose. So I'm excited about this year's brunch and theme. We had um, Patty Kim giving the opening inspirational speech. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Jillian Sumter speaking on behalf of the victims as well as being an inspirational speaker as well. Mm-hmm. As well. Um, and then we have um, Portia Jeter's bowling doing a poem. And then we have another speaker as well. I'm just waiting for her to confirm as well. So, um, but the brunch is $25. Mm-hmm. We have the wonderful caterer, Sean Brown, catering. So everybody loves his food and stuff. So $25, you can't beat it. You get a, a lavender mimosa as well as a great brunch meal. So the menu's crazy that we discussed. And, you know, I'm super excited about the brunch. So I'm, I'm excited about the brunch and all that we have going on for that. So, and we sell out quick. So y'all want to get y'all tickets to the paint and sip and the brunch immediately. When we did the paint and sip last year, um, it sold out in two days. Like, I don't know what Shauna did to people. If she was offering discounts behind my back, but the tickets sold instantly. I was like blown away. And I told her, I was like, we should have did it two shows. Like we should have did two paintings that day, but I know she she's tired and stuff, but I'm excited about the brunch and the atmosphere. We're doing it at Edgemont Fire Hall. Um, so we have a baker. Um, we have a couple spots for probably, I think 10 vendors um, mm-hmm. for that. But our goal this year is hundred women strong. That's my goal. Okay. To sell a hundred tickets, and so and for this the, this event also, you can you can purchase tickets on Eventbrite as well. Yeah, all everything, all five events are on Eventbrite. So bring someone, you know, um, sponsor someone. Um, bring your your your. It's for men and women. The paint and sips, the brunches, the walks, the everything is poet. So bring your whole family. Um, Shauna said no discount. No, but bring your whole family to the brunch. I mean, you won't leave disappointed. Let the last brunch, I was just blown away at the speakers and the energy that was there. So this year, um, great food, great energy, great motivational speakers. So I tell guys, buy your wife something, get them out the house during football time or something, but send them off. They'll come back in a better mood. You know, buy your sister, your girlfriend, your mom, your auntie some tickets, but buy some tickets got a question here uh from maya harris are there still available spots for vendors yeah for all almost all the events we have a couple spots left for kickball so you can cash out your team your team your vendor fee and your business name um or you can paypal it doesn't matter but yep it's a couple vendor spots left and cash apps uh, is that still tears for tarina yep and just um for everyone who's watching uh we are live right now on the coach Clee page in facebook uh we're live on youtube and we're also live on linkedin if you make comments on any of those platforms i can see them if you put uh comments under clark tent i cannot see them so they will be addressed afterwards uh she says thank you oh you're welcome all right. So with all those events that you have going on, let's kind of uh, take a step back real quick. Um, and, and because uh, they sound they, they bring awareness, uh, they're celebrating survivors, uh, they're educating all of us. Um, but let's kind of talk about we, they, they, those events sound also fun, as they should be. Um, but if a, a person's going through domestic violence right now, male or female, whoever it may be, and they're currently in a bad situation and they make contact with you, let's just give a hypothetical situation. They call you um, tomorrow morning at nine o'clock and they're, they're saying that their situation is very chaotic and they're being uh, physically abused and they don't know what to do. What would could you give us a step by step guide on how you could help that person out this hypothetical situation out? So normally, because I've, I've made a couple of mistakes doing this casework, I mean, this uh, Tears for Tarina stuff, um, mm-hmm. because we've gotten scammed before where someone someone's 
posted something on Facebook saying that they were a victim okay. of domestic violence and they were being beaten and they posted pictures of them battered and bruised mm-hmm. and then come to find out that they were in a home invasion and so we sent money me and Jillian sent money from Tears for Tarina and the person wasn't really a victim so it made me really you know draw back and like casework people so mm-hmm. now I casework people because I've had an incident where I used a lot of money to help a victim out in a situation only for her to turn around and go back to the guy a month later mm-hmm. so um, normally in a situation I would casework the person ask them the tough questions ask them you know how long they've been in this relationship are they really ready to go is kids involved do they have an exit plan do they need to create an exit plan if they don't have an exit plan or money or whatever then i'll casework them and ask them those questions and try to get them some resources some people refuse to go to shelters um but if they don't have a backup plan then i don't know what to tell them because tears for Serena is a small organization we can only cover a hotel stay for a couple nights until you can get to out of town to family or into a shelter or somewhere so we can't just have you on hotels or paying crazy rent somewhere or something so i am working on um having a safe house so i'm in a process of working with someone now to open a safe house to help transition because that would alleviate some of my hotel fees that i paid throughout the year Mm -hmm. Um, because it it comes from these events and money raised from these events that we're able to sustain throughout a year, but I'll casework the person, see where they're at and if they're really ready to go. If not, then I'll encourage them to start applying for PFAs if they have somewhere to go. We can change their locks. Um, we can find them resources, counseling, whatever it is, but we'll really casework them to see exactly what they need. Some people just need survivor baskets. Some people just need someone to talk to. Some people just need to create an exit plan and then they'll figure out how to get out of the situation or the relationship after that. Mm-hmm. Some people are really ready to go. But what I've learned is I can't just show up, even though I'm a licensed carrier, I can't just show up and rip somebody out of their house, mm-hmm. um, even if they're standing on a porch with their bags ready to go. So I've created a relationship with Commissioner Hartwick and I'll call him and he'll send an officer um, to go pick up the woman and take her to a shelter or bring her to me or something mm-hmm. of that case. Okay, thank you. That's a clear rundown of what's going on. And for those of you, see, I know you mentioned PFA. I understand what that is. For those of you that are very new to this, PFA stands for uh, protection from abuse. That would be like the equivalent to a restraining order or something along those lines. All right. Um, Angel, let me ask you a couple questions here because we talked about a bunch of topics. What gives you the, the energy and what what inspires you to keep going every day? Because I know this has to be physically draining. I know it has to be emotionally draining because you're dealing with people and you're dealing with people in, in rather harsh situations. And you, usually it's right at the height of the harsh of the situation. Uh, what what motivates you from, to keep moving forward? Uh, Tarina's legacy, number mm-hmm. one. Serena's legacy is my number one thing, just making sure her name doesn't die in vain, that people really know that she was an amazing person. And mm-hmm. if she was sitting here um, in my shoes, she would do the same thing. She would be advocating, she would be fighting for victims, um, just like me and her. Um, that's my number one motivation. My other motivation is when I was a victim of domestic violence, I was 25 years old. And being a black girl in this community, and got officers see women go back to abusers all the time, mm-hmm. I had to outsmart my abuser. And there wasn't resources or, or doors opening, um, or there wasn't a liaison or something. So I appreciate the officer, his name was Angel too, Officer Angel, who patrolled my area, who was um, making sure I got in and out of the house safe in the morning when it was time for me to go to work while he was on shift, mm-hmm. you know, so but i called the cops plenty of times and they didn't show up i went to um the y and 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 victim witness a few times and you know i was failed a few times so i realized like i had to get smart like i don't know if people watched the movie enough with jennifer lopez when she had to outsmart her abuser and her ex-husband to get away with her daughter i kind of felt like that in the movie when i was going through it so that's my motivation like when i talk to a young girl today she was living what i was living 
15 years ago, not okay. to tell my age, but mm-hmm. she was living what I was living. And it was like almost hearing my story all over again, play mm-hmm. by play, literally. Um, and just to be able to give her hope and, you know, she could hear her scared in her voice. Mm-hmm. So to give her hope that I survived and that she'll survive and I'll be right there with her to help her get through some of the hurdles and some of the, you know, red tape and BS. Um, that was some motivation, even though cases are hard for me and I wear them on my, you know, my chest and my heart, um, just to know that she was going to be okay or that she felt a little better. That gives me my motivation too. Cause I hate picking up the newspaper or the TV and hearing that another woman died at the hands of a man right. or vice versa. So that's my motivation no matter how tired I am I realize that I'm doing what God chose for me to do walking in the path absolutely there you go ladies and gentlemen get the likes up get the likes up make sure if you're coming in the platform you like it on your way in we're talking about some good things right now we've talked about some events we talked about domestic violence awareness we talked about uh, uh, how to protect yourself in, in uh, hypothetical situations on, on uh, how, how you can alleviate yourself from getting out of that situation Angel if you could go back in time and you could sit down and talk to yourself 10 years ago you could sit down at a table kind of like the table that you're sitting at right now and you could sit down across from yourself and you only have one hour to do it huh no go ahead you only have one hour to do it what what would you what kind of advice would you give yourself with your 10 year ago version of you can we pause for one second Okay. Okay. Say hi, Ari. Say hi. Look, say hi. Say hi to the to the viewers. Hi. Huh. Yeah. It's your breast it's 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 breastfeeding time. But I see, I see. So hey, hey why don't we The question we, was Oh go ahead, go ahead. If you can do that, yep. I can okay. say take pause if you need to. Nope. If I can sit with myself this old me 10 years ago mm-hmm. what would I say to myself yep and you only had an hour to have this conversation what would you tell yourself oh wow stay focused grind harder um, know your worth oh my god that would probably probably be number one know your worth okay. um, if I knew then 10 years ago that I would turn out like this I would be I would be Oh my gosh, I would have been who I am now, to probably ten years ago. But I know we all end up doing things in God's time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would tell myself to to not wait for tomorrow, because ten years ago, this ten years ago, I would I would have been having these conversations with Tarina leading up to her going into this tenth year. So ten years ago, I would have. I would have wouldn't have waited till the next morning. Um, I would have got her out ASAP. Gotcha. So the ten years conversation ten years ago, I would definitely have told myself not to wait, like uh-huh. never wait at anything in life. Mm-hmm. So, but I wish ten years ago I knew my worth. Understandable understandable and so uh as you're still getting situated which is fine let's say there's um somebody on the other end of this platform that's watching this and they never heard of you they never heard of anything that you're doing until right now and they they're looking at this and they're like wow i want to grow up and be just like her what kind of advice would you give this future up-and-comer <laughs> you have to be disciplined you have to be you have to work hard Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as excuses. Mm-hmm. And know your worth. Know your worth. But uh, number one is disciplined. I'm super disciplined. Um, not at every aspect in my life, but when it comes to building a legacy mm-hmm. and keeping a legacy alive, I'm very disciplined. Okay. So I would tell the younger me the daughter growing up looking up at me hard work dedication discipline it pays off and anything is possible because who knew 
I always knew I was going to be something or somebody, but I never thought that I would be living my best life at 40. So even with life trials and struggles and even with me losing my dad um, two months ago, I was like, I'm not I'm not doing this domestic thing this year. Mm -hmm. But my support system and my team, they they wouldn't have let me. They wouldn't let me shut down. So grateful for the support system and you got to have the right people in your on your team and, and around you because that definitely plays a part gotcha all right good a good piece of advice thank you um and as we continue on with our conversation i know this is uh this is one question that you did not like the last time you were on this is it's all probably over a year yeah yeah <laughs> when you, were, you were in the lab physically in the lab last time you were you were on the show uh before it evolved to what you guys are seeing right now but the question that i have for you and it's kind okay. of a little bit. I know that you're not uh, big into um, reading, um, but has there been, ever been a book or a person or a situation that has totally changed your life? I know you basically kind of discussed one here, but is there something else that uh, may have influenced you? Your life was going one direction and then you read that book, you talked to that person, that situation happened, which changed the trajectory of your life for the better. And if so, could you share it with us, please? Okay, I have two. Okay. Um, I wasn't big into affirmations or motivational speakers or mm-hmm. anything like that, but mm-hmm. I daily listen to motivation of a, a motivational speaker. I actually listen to probably two or three. I listen to Steve Harvey. Okay. I listen to Eric Thomas, mm-hmm. and then, um, that Dan B. Mage, that Brian Majors. Mm-hmm. He is a he's mind blowing. I'll call him about a business thing just talking and he'll be like if you don't do this and you don't do that and you don't know your worth and if you ain't and I'll be like so I'll be stressing out during the week if I'm not meeting quotas because mm-hmm. he's instilled in me like girl no you need to be making this amount th- this week mm-hmm. every week so I'll be beating the ground promoting business and trying to get business in to meet my numbers because he got a number set in me so people like that change my life but I promise you listening to a motivational speaker first thing in the morning while I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 12 minute videos. So if I'm in the shower, that's what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it, it starts my day off. Right. Even after work and I do my three mile walk, mm-hmm. same thing. So I'm in, I, I break my days up in a round. So round one is work. Round two is after work, my workout round three is coming home to being a mom and a chef and a, whatever else I am when I get here but that's my round three so I tell people all right I'm gassing out in round three you know but um when I find myself gassing out in round one or two I try mm-hmm. to pick up the phone or whatever and regroup so Re-energize. Um, yeah so I learned a lot since the last time because I wasn't I didn't have none of those I didn't wasn't doing any of those but now I'm meditating and I'm you know I don't have time to read like I want, but mm-hmm. you know, Miss Dolly Tate sends me daily, two daily affirmations. So I'm grateful for her as well. So get people in your life that will make you read, even if it's a small text affirmation. So iron sharpens iron. Yes. You surround yourself by people. They, they either going to make you keep you the same, bring you down or lift you higher. So you you choose your group and you choose the way you want to grow. Absolutely. We talked about a bunch of wonderful things in the lab today, Angel. Uh, uh, and through the course of conversation, I know that maybe I triggered your memory I, uh, and you forgot to say something or I may have forgot to ask a question. Right now, This the floor is yours. Is there anything that you would like to share with us? Yes, please support a great cause. You don't know what what sponsoring a basket, putting in a team, being a vendor, all this money goes to survivors and domestic violence. None of this money goes to in my pockets or nothing. Yes, I work hard to raise this money, but none of it goes into my pockets. You will be surprised at how many people and what they need in this community and how this money helps people that are less fortunate or broken or something. So even if you can't attend, sponsor someone else that may want to go or can't go or, you know, promote it at your job and see if they want to put in a team, if they want to sponsor a group of people to walk. Um, 
don't just sit on it and not share it. Share all the information. If you want to shoot me an email, um, I can shoot you all the flyers so that you have the information. But I promise you, bring your husband, um, bring your girlfriends, bring your sister, bring your mom. It is a family affair. And I promise you, when you walk into these events, you'll leave out a little better, no matter what event it is. So if it's kickball or dodgeball, you're going to leave out a little healthier. But if it's, if it's the paint and sip or the brunch, you're definitely going to leave motivated and encouraged. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, real quick standby here. I got to give a shout out to another one of our sponsors here, uh, Stevie Colston with Flavor 76. So we, we, we just enjoy this for a moment. One second. This week's featured meal from Flavor 76 was an amazing chicken sandwich with house-made chips, and the chips were something to die for. Make sure you check out Flavor 76 on Facebook and check out their weekly meal specials. They offer different lunch and dinners. Don't forget, check out Flavor76 on Facebook. And while you're there, make sure you check out the latest episode of The Lab, hosted by Coach Glee, airing weekly. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. We're standby. We're not done yet. I still have uh, Angel in um, in the back office real quick, and we'll recap. Uh, but first and foremost, I, I want to pre- appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, uh, we do these shows. We put on to put on. And, and I say that to say this. If you've got a business, a product, or a positive message, and you're looking for a platform to get that information out on, inbox me, text me, get a hold of me. Uh, October hasn't been fully developed yet. Uh, we, we I do have a few slots, not many, open for October because the whole revamp is scheduled to take place in October. So and, and there'll be a whole new lineup, a whole new way the show is going to be going. But if you've got a business product or positive uh, message that you're looking forward to getting that information out on, let me know. Inbox me, text me, get a hold of me. Uh, we talked about domestic violence. We talked about events that's going on for Tears for Torino with Angel Fox here. Uh, was, whether it's been the sip and paint, whether it's the kickball, dodgeball, whether it's the walk, whether it's the brunch, uh, whether it, it, we talked about ways that you can donate, you can sponsor a survival. Many wonderful things were shared here. So make sure you tag, like, and share this information. Stay tuned in. Um, we do these shows. I want everyone to, to uh, evolve so hard. And we have a special guest. I'm, um, we had a special guest coming to the lab next week. Angel, I'm bringing back on Angel. We got a special guest coming to the lab next week. Do you know who the guest is? No. Well, you got to tune in and see. Oh. But wait, you gave a shout out to Flavor. Flavor. I had their food. Oh my gosh, I had their food at Michelle G's Art Museum. Uh-huh. I ate, I, I was so embarrassed at how much I ate. The macaroni <laughs> and cheese with the pork or beef, mm-hmm. the uh, meatballs. Oh my God, this shrimp taco quiche thing. Mm-hmm. I was popping them in my mouth like they were um, Tic Tacs. I was so embarrassed that I was so dressed up but so hungry and greedy. The food, the setup, amazing. It's for delicious food though, but I understand what you're saying. Oh my God, the food was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. They, did, they didn't even pay me for that. Like, <laughs> I should be paying them for attending that event for the food. I'm pretty sure they're happy to hear your endorsement. 
Oh, well, thank you. But you know, uh, I, I appreciate you. Uh, you, you thought this was, we were going to be done within like 25 minutes to a half hour. We went for about an hour or so. You enlightened us with a ton of information. By donating your time, I do have a special gift for you. I, I donate to people who come on the show. I have a gift. Uh, I feel obligated to give you something. So I have a gift that I'll make sure I get to you within the next couple of days. I appreciate you. I appreciate the information you're doing. I appreciate the things, uh, how you're growing and how, how you're developing awareness and sharing things with us. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I look forward to using your publishing company soon. Yeah, we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Continue to wash your hands. Stay safe. Uh, As we get through that, we're coming into the fall season. We're getting into this winter season. I want everyone to remain healthy. All right. Remember, it's the lab. Thank you guys for tuning in. Get your pen and your pad. It's Coach Clee, your content creator, your favorite baker, your book publishing podcast hosting, March 4th. And we want you to have a wonderful night. Peace.